You are listening to the Fresh Focus Podcast, where VA dietitian nutritionists are serving up health and wellness information for veterans and their families. In addition to being in clinic, chatting over the phone, or using Video Connect, we are increasing your access with this podcast. Every year in March, we celebrate the Academy's National Nutrition Month, and this year's theme is Beyond the Table. These episodes provide you tips on how nutrition can not only help your health, but also the environment by reducing food waste. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Fresh Focus Podcast, National Nutrition Month Series. My name is Shelby, and I work at the John D. Dingle VA in Detroit, Michigan, and I have been with the VA for almost five years now. Today, I'm with Selena as we continue our discussion on sustainable eating. In this episode, we will focus on exploring easy steps to incorporate plant-based proteins into our diets. We'll break down steps on how to seamlessly integrate these protein sources into simple, delicious meals, offering practical tips for a more sustainable and nutritious lifestyle. Thank you for coming on with me today, Selena. Hey, Shelby. Yes, happy to be back. It's a fun topic, and I enjoy sharing a few of my favorite healthy teaching kitchen recipes from the plant-based cookbook, which is available online free from the VA, and I had a chance to try a few more recipes this weekend. Did you have a good weekend? Yeah, I had a really good weekend. It's so a little warmer here in Michigan, so I was able to do like a nice sightseeing walk, and then I did uh, some grocery shopping, so it's really, really fun to get I'm really into that. And also I did some meal planning. So I was really thinking about just easy ways to incorporate just more plant-based proteins into my diet. And I know it can be easy to just grab like a chicken breast or a salmon or something like that. But as a dietitian, I wanted to focus and with my passion of incorporating plant-based protein sources, I also wanted to focus on like a simple way to be able to do that. And I thought about our veterans and I thought about my family members and how to kind of start that. For example, on a busy weekday meal, what would be a good quick go-to that you would use for a plant-based protein source? My family is pretty uh, consistent with incorporating at least one meatless day into our dinner meal routine. I found it a lot easier and quicker to prepare tofu or beans versus having to remember, oh gosh, I have to thaw out the chicken, fish, or beef. (laughs) Not only is it convenient, but it's also really friendly on the wallet and environment. I agree. I agree. And I am, I'm trying to be more mindful about my food choices and how they affect the environment and even just be more sustainable in my food choices as well, because I want it to be heart healthy and being heart healthy also means increasing some of my fiber. If you haven't had a chance to listen to the move with fiber episode, go back to series four, episode 22 and listen to Tori explain all about fiber. So Shelby, what are your favorites to supplement as plant-based protein options? Well, some of my favorites currently are veggie crumbles. I like to use those typically in the morning. And for all of you guys that are familiar, veggie crumbles are a meatless alternative to things like hamburger or turkey. And it's typically made out of a combination of like soy protein, plant-based flours, and dried veggies. And so I love to use that. I also love using different types of beans, chickpeas, whether they be dried or canned, but then also some that I think don't get enough love is maybe lentils or quinoa or even almonds. 
I totally agree, Shelby. I'm a big fan of oatmeal and experimenting with different protein toppings like nuts and seeds. The plant-based cookbook has several oatmeal recipes, and I really considered adding quinoa with my oatmeal for a different texture and flavor in the mornings. What do you like to do for lunch? I love to do like taco bowls for lunch. I think they're really easy and a really good way to add in those plant-based proteins. So you can add in those crumbles that I talked about. You can also add like a healthy fat from an avocado. You can add quinoa, um, which is underutilized, I feel. Instead of rice, maybe add some salsa or some black beans, which will be another protein. So there are a lot of great ways to add in some plant-based proteins. And there are also a lot of great recipes in episode 40 that you guys can check out that'll go over a lot of different kinds of vegetables and proteins that are up to your your preferences and tastes that you guys can check out as well. Yeah, those are great tips. And sometimes on those busier days when I only have like 10 to 15 minutes, I may toss together a quick fruit and veggie smoothie using some of those nut butters, flax, or chia seeds just as an added protein source. Yeah, yeah. Those are all great ideas and sources. I think I use that as well for my, for in the morning from like on the go, I I really want to add, do something quick. I'll do like a veggie smoothie or something. Um, I talked about this with a veteran actually the other day, trying out um, a dinner recipe using like quinoa or lentils is one of my favorites to be able to add quinoa or lentils to a specific food is like a stuffed pepper or anything with an any type of Italian type of sauce is here in Michigan, especially in the fall. I also get a lot of veterans. They're asking me about healthier ways to prepare certain dishes and ways to add more nutrients. So I always say maybe batch cook some of those lentils and then you can include them in a variety of different dishes that may be those comfort foods. So something like meatloaf or spaghetti. Oh gosh. And I also really appreciate a chili or a stew or soup loaded with just a variety of different veggies, lentils, and beans. Shelby, you're making me hungry. Everything sounds really delicious. <laughs> yeah, it all, it, it, it does sound delicious. And you guys can also check out the HGK recipes and the new cookbook that's out. It's called Practical Plant-Based Cooking. Um, so you guys can also check that out. But it is um, great that we have the Healthy Teaching Kitchen here at the VA where they highlight all types of plant-based food products and food items that you guys can try and look at in our new cookbook. It's such a great and very user-friendly resource available. So one of my favorite stories uh, from a veteran telling me about their journey into adding plant-based proteins into a main dish is just discovering the versatility of beans. Because typically they would maybe season their beans with like a pork, so like a neck bone or a ham hock, like very, very Southern style. But when we're looking at different flavors, we want to incorporate different types of flavors into the bean. You can also maybe try like a flavored smoke or use like a basil or an oil and garlic to make like a pesto, which is also reno friendly. And for all you guys wondering what that is. Reno friendly means that we're just trying to limit tomatoes because that means that we're the priorities to limit our potassium and to met tomatoes typically are pretty high in potassium. So we want to limit that. So in effort to do that, we may want to have a pesto instead of like a tomato based sauce. Yeah. In addition to its versatility and meal prep, I just think beans are a really great source of fiber and just very friendly on the wallet. Um, many of us probably don't meet our daily requirement of fiber, which Mm -hmm. for women, roughly about 21 to 25 grams and for men about 30 to 35 grams. But beans are really a nice 
easy way to increase not only protein, but that fiber, uh, which helps with heart and digestive health in our meals. I work with a veteran who follows a plant-based diet and uses smashed black beans on his toast in the mornings. And I don't know that I would have thought about that before my conversation with him. It was really interesting. It sounds very delicious. That does sound delicious. I think I might try that one day, smash black beans. Um, I recently did some recipe testing. Um, So it wasn't smash black beans, but I utilized like whole carrots and I did a unique barbecue spice blend. um, And then I was able to boil the carrot down till it's fork tender. And then we saute, well, I sauteed it with a lot of different uh, seasonings and it began to kind of mimic this color and flavor of a hot dog. And so it was perfect. And it was a great alternative for that. So it was a plant-based, not necessarily a protein, but just a plant-based alternative. However, it could be a great side for barbecues. You can add it with baked beans. So you're adding it with your plant-based protein of the, of the baked beans. Um, you can add it in a salad. So there's a lot of options there for the barbecued carrot, which you guys can also get on um, the recipe for on the HTK website. Yeah. I mean, wow. Who knew there were so many ways to enjoy a carrot? And and that's exactly, (laughs) you talked about the plant-based cookbook. I mean, it really gives you a lot of ideas you may have not considered before. Um, I personally really am a big fan of tofu. And if you've not tried it before, you may consider doing a taste test. Um, Similar to what you you described with the carrot, Shelby, is tofu is great for picking up flavors of seasonings that are being used in the recipe. I like to use a firm tofu and stir fry recipes with my favorite veggies and spices, including like cumin, turmeric, ginger, and garlic. Um, But it's also important to note with tofu, it's available in different consistencies like silken, medium, and firm. So the tofu you choose should really align with the texture you're trying to achieve. And thank you for pointing that out too. I mean, tofu is like, it's a spectrum of things. You guys can always find a different one and try it out. But there are so many great ideas and ways to use plant-based proteins into everyday cooking and reap those benefits, those heart-healthy benefits, focusing on limiting uh, saturated fats in the diet, but then also that addition of fiber, right, to help to aid in digestive regularity and then help with satiety, help us feel full, right, and also with weight maintenance. Not to mention it's likely going to be environmentally friendly, care about our environment, but also cost effective, which is also really important. When when we're looking at our grocery store prices, it's really important to be cost effective as well. So thank you, Selena, and thank you for joining us on the Fresh Focus podcast. Thank you.